Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everybody. This is Truth Light. And our show is The Light of Truth, and we are starting a little late today. Um, hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully I'm on. I can't really tell. We've been having some some blog talk funkiness this morning, but uh, we are here. And uh, so I encourage you to go ahead and talk um, or call in to talk about any experiences you're having um, on our topic, that is, and uh, any questions that you have, that kind of thing. The number is 347-677-1443. And uh, good morning to everybody. And uh, today's show is going to be a little different, I think. Um, We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that people are going through at the moment. And um, I've heard that there are more portal openings going on. Uh, Like we've, we've done a show on one of the ascension portals that was opening and uh and causing some shifts and changes and um from what i understand and i don't have the facts so i can't say for sure but from what i understand there are more portal openings going on and i don't know if that has something to do with what's happening but a lot of us are having a really hard time right now <laughs> and so we're just going to talk about that today and uh and, you know, hopefully help some people as they go through different things and help them understand how to make it through and, I don't know, just get through it together, right? So, um, and the reason we're doing this and having this topic today is that, you know, I'm one of those people going through stuff. We're all going through it right now. And what I find is that uh, it feels like there's just something. You know how you get that feeling when, you're pretty sure something is about to happen and you just don't know what it is yet. (laughs) That seems to be where a lot of us are right now. And so um, there's a lot of, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, a lot of upheaval in different, like in relationships and business and careers and schooling and families and in all these different things. And it's, it's people going through all these different um, it's like an upheaval within ourselves in a lot of cases. You know, it may come with a lot of anxiety. It may come with uh, a little bit of doubt as to what we're doing and which way to go. And, you know, um, it's it's interesting because when you it's, – it's a bit like when you watch, you know, the nature shows and that kind of thing and you see the antelope and they're all sort of tentatively looking around and then, boom, they all – you know, just as a herd run to the left or something and you see, you know, something something shifts, whether it's, oh, excuse me, you guys have me before coffee today. And so a yawn here and there may occur. <laughs> you are how I start my day in case you have forgotten. So, um, so you know, when you, you see this and then like the lion appears or, or you know, a man comes into the field or I don't know what but it's like they have this inner sense that okay something's up and oh we should all go this way or go that way and so I feel that 
you know, not that it's bad stuff happening. I feel that there, we're all sensing that there's some sort of change coming and we're all handling it in our own way. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Okay, how do you how do you have these times come up and move through them in a healthy manner? And, uh, you know, as we talk about that, I would love to hear from you and find out what's working for you. And, you know, I don't, I definitely don't want to do the just um, bitch fest, you know, where, where we get together and talk and just complain because that's not healthy and going to help anybody. But if you have things that are helping or if you have questions and sincerely want to know what will help, then um, I think that we can work together today and and figure out maybe how to get through this, you know, as a group. You know, globally we are a tribe, and so hopefully we can help each other make it through these different things. So um, for my experience, um, what I'm noticing is that a lot of new things are beginning, and they're good things. You know, just because we feel there's a change coming and it feels a little... We're not sure what's what's happening. It doesn't mean it's bad. It can mean it's very good. You know, we just don't we just don't know what's coming our way, and so we're trying to maneuver through until we figure it out, right? So, um, for me, I feel that um, there's a lot of change or some sort of big change getting ready to happen, and as an empath, I'm really feeling it within my being. So it may take the form of anxiety. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to kind of climb out of my skin, you know, just that really antsy um, and grouchy. And and, uh, I find that um, a lot of the issues that haven't been dealt with are sort of rising to the top. So, for instance, any anger that I might have, which I really didn't think I had any, right, because I'm not a very angry person, um, but any anger I might have or resentment or um, hurt, that kind of thing, seems to be rising to the top to just get dealt with and on, you know. And um, and so that's one of the things that's being worked on. And I see that with other people as well. A lot of couples are going through times where they have to um, really sit down and communicate. You know, there are a lot of upheavals in marriages. And uh, and people saying, okay, you know what? I've I've put up with this for so long, or I've been feeling this for so long, or and suddenly, you know what? This just has to come to a head, and we have to deal with it, you know. And so it's um, it's it's uh, something to to breathe through, you know. If you're going through some of this and you aren't really sure how to handle it, you just sort of, it's an emotional thing that a lot of us are going through. And so really just breathing through it and stopping yourself from getting caught up in the emotions and saying things that maybe you won't mean once things have calmed down or um, finding that... um, less emotional way to deal with things is really imperative right now. So, for instance, if you're in a job or you're um, in a relationship and things are are feeling very tense, 
you may want to just take a little bit of time and stop and think, okay, well, when did this begin? And, and you know, can I just sort of ride it out for a little while and see if I still feel the same way in a week or two, you know, and then begin to deal with things, preferably in a not a real emotional manner, you know. Um, we do have somebody who, a caller, who would like for me to bring them over and chat with us. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, and do that. Area code 210. Um, hi, good morning. Can you tell me your name and let us know good how you're doing? Good morning. This is Texas Pearl in chat. I'm calling from Texas. <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I always resonate with your topics. I'm sitting here thinking, I've had that feeling before. Oh, my goodness. It's powerful. It is. And the thing about it is that I have had to have a talk with myself that I can't wait to have that feeling again to make some decisions in my life. Very good point. Very good point. So yes. I thought, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll wait to make the decision until I have an emotion or a feeling or a hunch or an intuition behind it, and then by the time I then then I feel like I get into a mode of procrastinating because I've waited for you know the intuitive feeling, and then I've either missed the moment or um, I botched it. <laughs> right, and I think you know what that's a that's a really good point because what I'm finding with whatever is happening right now is that it's forcing people to make moves that they've been procrastinating on before. So that's the thing is you, um, if you're not procrastinating and you're making the moves, you're probably not going through as much of this as other people because it seems to be like the universe forcing. Oh, lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to be the universe going, okay, guys, Make these decisions, or we're gonna have to make it for you. <laughs> you know. So you know, I might, I might change that answer because um, over the last few months, I, I've been home for the last three or four years. I ended my last career, and I've been home doing some healing. And I have decided this fall to go back to school and start a new career. Mm-hmm. So. I might be a little distracted, A, might be one of the reasons I'm not feeling it, or um, B, the universe already has me in the place that they want me. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's, you know, the, the thing is we don't really want to make our decisions out of emotion because right. emotion, as we've talked about before, emotion is reactive, not active. And so <clears throat> um, we don't always make the best decisions when we're in emotion. But for some of us, we just seem to have to get pushed to that wall where we're like at that breaking point and then we sit down and go okay I can't do this anymore what do I need to do you know and so I think for those of us who have allowed things to get to that point um, I think we're going through an awful lot right now (laughs) so if you're not then it probably means that you haven't let things get to that point and um that's awesome. That's so awesome because it's kind of a sucky feeling, frankly. You know, oh, I've been there. It, it's like a personal misery. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really kind of is. And so, as a matter of fact, as you can tell, I'm sure you can hear in my voice. Like I literally, I'm still sitting in bed doing the show. You gotta love technology, right? So I'm sitting You're here. You're amazing. Going, oh. 
I don't know if I want to do I just don't know. Who am I to talk to anybody about anything? And I thought, well, maybe that's what you ought to talk to them about because maybe they're feeling the same thing, you know. Well, and so I'm true. like trying to get into blog talk to, to – I'm like, okay, fine. If I can get onto the show from my phone. I didn't even go to the computer. I'm literally just sitting here in my jammies in bed on my on my cell phone for the computer part and the landline for the phone part. Going okay, fine. I guess if I can get in, I'll do it. <laughs> you probably don't even acknowledge the clarity of thought that you're producing because I'm sitting here going, "Oh my gosh, ding, ding, ding." I mean, this topic really resonates with me. My home, my key is if I recognize what I'm doing and what the universe is doing, what I'm feeling, what my emotions are, and what my path is, is to catch myself from doing it the next time. Right. Right. So it, I see it coming. I see the pattern. I recognize it. It's but it's to react. For me, it's to react sooner rather right. than later. Yeah, proactive instead of reaction. Kind of. Yes. You know, and doesn't it get you when I don't know if you ever have this happen, but for me, like this has happened just recently. Um, because what I okay, I'm an empath, right? A super super sensitive empath in Sedona, which. You know, I don't live in Sedona, but I'm staying in Sedona to help run the center and everything for right now till Jessica can can come back in and and uh and just kind of be here a little bit more. And so um so Sedona pumps everything up like a million times as far as sensitivity. So good little empath that I am, I'm trying to make everybody happy. And you know, you know how women do, right? In a lot of cases we try to make everybody happy. But it's gone to, like, on crack extremes with me, which it's never done in my life, but I think probably the Sedona energy has a lot to do with that. And so, like, I literally have just turned my whole life into it's for everything in my life is for everybody else and nothing for me. And it's ridiculous. I'm like, what the? Whose life am I in? (laughs) What? This is, if I was, I told my son, you know, if I was my own life coaching client, I would fire me like I as a life coach would fire the client and be like just come back later good god you know like that's bad because I'm supposed to be one who helps to teach people (laughs) but do you wonder do you wonder if that that's just the job that you're to do right now I get caught up in those one moments and I look back on I thought well I guess that was my purpose at that moment but not to mean that it was not hard. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to say that's the case, but the bottom line is even those of us who know what we're doing get off path sometimes. And I think that's why I had to just go ahead and suck it up and do the show even if I just wanted to go back to sleep today because I think that needs to get out there for people who look up to people and people who are looked up to, like, deal with it. We're all just people, no matter how educated or how experienced or how wise or how whatever we all get tripped up. It's the what are you going to do about it part that that kind of makes or breaks us, I think. you know. And so this is one of those deals where my students are looking at me going, what are you doing? <laughs> That's bad when your students are going, don't you recognize this pattern? Don't you remember when this happened before? But, oh, my God, are you off path right now? <laughs> You know, and I'm just like, well, yeah, I am. So figure out how I did this and don't do that. Whatever I did, don't do that. That's what I'm saying as a teacher. (laughs) 
Don't I'm, follow I have me a down question this path. For <laughs> yes. If, 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 you're, if this is a good moment for you, if not, you can pass. Because uh, I know that you're also very intuitive. We have a situation to where they have divided our school boundaries. And um, our daughter is forced to go to a school, a high school that our neighborhood picks up by bus. But um, because of the school boundary lines, last year she had to go to another middle school. This is her freshman mm-hmm. year. But, okay. So all the kids in her middle school are going to this other school that's close close to the one she's feeding into. Right. And she really, and we, you can fill out forms enabling them to go to the other school. But mm-hmm. they have a new rule this year that even though we're on a waiting list, you have to attend your home, your boundary homeschool for two weeks. So now we're going uh, to the third week. So I'm, it's getting to the point where she's quite miserable because all of her friends aren't there. But right. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if her misery would subside if she wasn't forced to, if she was to stay where she's at, if she'd make new friends and just accept it, or it's just going to be a miserable four years and we need to, you know, decide to shift and, and really push getting her into the other school if there's a way to do that with the administration they have. <laughs> right. Um, well, let me ask this. Is there, um, and I think we just lost you, so I'm going to go ahead and answer your question and you can call back in and I'll pull you back over. Um, but let me, I'm going to say my feeling is that, um uh, let me see. My feeling is that uh, she she has the ability. Um, I'm having to separate my personal from from my intuition because I had the exact same situation with my son. So I'm trying not to go. Oh, this is what's going to happen because that's what happened with my kid. So um, let me go ahead and pull you back over. Now I see you. Okay. Hi. <laughs> so are you with me? Uh, hello? Hello. Okay, we got gotcha. you. All right. So, yeah, I'm having to separate my personal um, experience because I had the same situation with each one of my sons, and they both turned out very differently as far as how the situation went. So I'm trying to separate the immediately going there, you know. Um, my Can you hear me? initial. Huh? Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> so my initial feel is that um is that she would adapt yes um i don't know that she's ever going to be fully present in that other school you know i feel that um there's always going to be a part of her that's a little resentful that's a little that you may start seeing some behavioral issues and that kind of thing and just maybe um and not big bad things just little things and just not not being present at the school like she may go there and be there but I don't I see like grades possibly slipping and that kind of thing because um I'm feeling the the likelihood that she doesn't um you know it's it's not as easy for her to just go oh okay this is how it is then so I I assume she's really I'm kind of feeling like the um like her her pack or her herd, you know, like the the herd of antelope we talked about before, is um, yes. is kind of all going one way, and she's having to go another, and that makes her feel vulnerable and 
less than and um I just I kind of see that it could be an issue. You know, would she make it through? Would she survive? Sure. Um you know, but I I see that it may cause an issue. I mean, I would pursue um having her be able to go to the other school if possible, you know, and at the same time trying to use it as a lesson for her to be present where she is and and see new new people and have new experiences and whatever, but on the you know on the inside know that you probably need to try to get her to the other school if you can. But I don't know that I'd let her know that you feel that. You know, does okay. that make sense? I've I mean, tried let to her... remain neutral. Yeah. Um, in my in uh, whatever she expresses um, to see if she would accept the other one. Um, mm-hmm. But we're talking about an eighth grader who loved to go to school who was charming and happy, um, not that the herd or the, you know, the pack of friends that she was with was a particularly great influence, but <laughs> she was happy. You know, right. Not they're, bad, not, they're not bad girls. They're just, I, it wouldn't be what I would pick, but she's a really happy girl, and she looked forward to every day, whereas this day, I'll get up and I'll go to school, but she, I, I said, Lily, where's your charm gone? And she said, I'm miserable, Mom. Right. Yeah, I would I would really push to get her in the other school. I would really push to do it. I wouldn't let her know how hard you're pushing because she needs while she's at this other school, she needs to you know, do her best to be there because who knows if she'll be able to get to the other one. Because they do have weird right. rules with all that stuff, but um so it's important for you to help her make the best out of that situation. Um but yeah, I do feel like it's um, it's just bureaucratic stuff she fell through the cracks in, or whatever, and and so it's um, I would push, you know. So do you? But as a mother, I'm and my intuitive self is going. So what about the future? If I was to kind of wait out this year, would she make friends and end up having a happy experience? If I'm yeah, not that's, so proactive, that's where I'm going with with my the feel that I'm getting from the energy is that she she's not going to snap back. Oh. It's not real likely. I mean, you know, nothing's set in stone, even even though, you know, the energy may be going one way, but the energy that I'm feeling is um, is that she really, you know, she may do what she's supposed to do and whatever, but I see grades falling, I see social stuff shifting, I see behavioral issues, like just as far as resentment towards the school and not wanting to behave like she used to. And um, I just see that there really could be some issues there. So, yeah, she's becoming a little combative out of being unhappy. And she's exactly. normally just a, just an easygoing, kind of flowing girl, just, just loves yeah. everything. So yeah, it would be it, worth the extra effort on our family to get her there if it's possible. So I can call, call the school and start uh, dude, I would, making my presence known. Dude, I would push. You can tell when I really feel something, I go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that I'm almost 50 years old. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that I called my daughter last year she said, uh-huh. Mom, why do you call me that? I said, I don't know, dude. I just like to call you dude. Right. <laughs> so, yes, I would push like the mama tiger trying to get her cub where she knows she needs okay. to be. I would push. So, okay. Um, yeah, I feel like it's in her best interest, but I also feel like I wouldn't let her know how hard you're pushing. 
I'd let her know, look, I'm doing everything I can, but for right now, this is where you are. You know, let her know you're working for it, but don't let her know exactly how serious you think it is. And because she does have to try to fit in there. She does have to do what she needs to do because sometimes life throws things at you that just suck. That's right. You have to be adaptable. And you have to do it. Right. Right. So, but I don't feel like she should be... (laughs) Right. I don't feel like that's one of her life lessons, though. So I don't feel like it's just something she should have to deal with if there's a way to change it. So... Um, I feel like it may be averting her from a little bit of her path. Actually, it's a bit of a detour. And so there's stuff to make up for then if she has to stay there. So, um, does that Well, help? thank you so much. I appreciate Yes, immensely. I appreciate your help. And, you know, as always, I enjoy your show and the topics are oh, always great. Oh, thank you. So I'll, I'll continue to listen to you. And awesome. um, I hope you have I'll a great day. I'll continue to try to be here. <laughs> If you have a couple of shots of coffee, it'd be okay. <laughs> oh, good God, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. We will talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So, all right. So, we do have another caller who would like me to pull them over, so we probably will do that in, in just a second. Um, area code 910. I'll pull you over in just a minute. I just want to um, say that, you know, this is exactly what you – what she was talking about is that exactly one of the things that's happening is there's these shifts happening in in life, you know, for a lot of us. And we're having to decide, okay, am I going to stand up for this and make a change or am I going to accept what's going on and adapt to it? And it's not that one is good or bad or whatever in a lot of cases. It's, it's that there is a time of um, – of, are you going to stand up and make the changes happen? You know, and we're seeing it all around the globe. We're seeing it in Egypt. And it, I haven't seen the facts on it yet, but I hear that Iceland took over their government and just basically said, you know, no, we've written up how it's going to be now. And uh, and so since we outnumber you, you know, so I need to really look into the facts, but I would encourage you guys to look into that too. I'm not huge on politics, but what happens around the globe in a lot of cases, is reflective of what's happening with us. And so I do see this this momentum of change happening, and we're seeing it in our own lives and feeling it in our bodies, and and uh, trying to just ride that wave is a little tumultuous sometimes. So um, that's kind of what we're talking about today. So we've got caller from area code 910. I'm going to go ahead and pull you over, and please tell us your name. Hi, how are you? Namaste. Hi. Uh, my name so, is Jay. Hi, Jay. Hi. So how are you doing today, and and what do you have to say? Um, I'm not that great today, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. Let's go. There's a lot of that going on. Yes, there is. Um, well, I guess here's kind of a scenario. Um, my wife has an unruly teenager that moved out about three years ago. Um, he's now 20. He's in jail. He hasn't lived here in about three years. Um, and he's looking. they're looking at putting him on house arrest. And if this kid comes here, it's going to turn this whole house upside down. He's a very violent, very angry kid. I'm a very peaceful person. 
Right. Um, I'm just wondering <laughs> if you see yeah. it going through. Right. Okay. And so um, I don't want to ask, usually I ask for a first name to connect with the energy. I don't want to ask for a first name because just privacy stuff, whatever, but um, maybe like a a month that he was born in or something that will let me connect with his energy a little bit better? Uh, his name's Lucas. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. So... Mm. Okay, so I am seeing that there's a really good chance that it's going to go through. Um, I do also get the feel that there's um, there's like a a window of opportunity to have it go a different way. In other words, even if it's him going someplace else or, you know, um, there's that window of opportunity for you to be able to stand up and go, okay, this this is not going to work, so there needs to be another solution found. Um, but I feel like it is a really slim sort of window of opportunity, and I feel like... Um, like if you actively ask questions and actively push for a different solution um that's going to you know be be in the in the problem solving mode rather than in the emotionally discombative mode like as far as what right. the solution would be um i do feel like there's another solution out there where he goes someplace else that would would help him move along and whatever and um and there may be, like, I feel like, so your wife is wanting to to help him, right? Is that the, she's feeling like this can be a turning around point or something? Well, she's very optimistic. <laughs> and, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's her child. I, it's right. her child. I, I completely understand. And I would do the same thing. I would have to do the same thing for my own child. However, right. I'm I'm sorry, but and, and I'm a very firm believer that the past does not equal the future, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm approaching this with a very open heart. I just see this, and I'm not trying to project my will. Right. No, I, I don't have don't a real good feel about being, it. I don't. I, this does not feel good at all. None of it. Yeah, intuitively, it feels like it could create real havoc with the marriage and possibly end the marriage. It oh, feels like sure it could financially. Happen create some real real issues um it's it definitely doesn't feel great you know and um but i do feel like there is that other solution that would give her the opportunity i don't know if it's like her going and and doing counseling with him or something or there's something that she can she can do to be a part of things but he's actually residing someplace else um mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you <laughs> to find out what the, it's like a treasure hunt. There is something else out there um, for him to go to rather than be at the, you know, the uh, house arrest at your house is not necessarily the solution. But I do yeah, feel I like that's going to be the easiest thing for people to think of and find. So that's the way it'll go because lack of um, lack of clarity 
and lack of ability to look for other solutions. And then once that's done, it's awfully difficult to get it undone, I guess. I don't I don't know anything about it, but that's what I'm hearing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I would say really start looking at other programs, start asking around, start finding out if there's um, another solution. And I probably would do it without talking to her about it, honestly. Not in a sneaky way, but in a until you have something to present, it is just going to cause some drama, you know, and just out of out of respect to the emotions she's probably already feeling, you know. Right. So. Um, yeah. But, but you know, I mean, go with I, your gut, you know. Well, I, and the whole thing about this whole thing was like, I mean, she just uh, she didn't approach me and say, "Hey, this is." kind of what do you think about this she said this is what's going down and i you know at first i'm like okay i i know this kid needs help but i I, he's never wanted it from me before and i can't help him but he's never wanted it from me before and i don't know how that's going to change and i know that he's in jail right now and he's going to promise everything in the world to get out of there right right and um, I, I even told her, I told her yesterday, I said, you, you realize this is putting a lot of pressure on this marriage. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that to say, hey, you've got to make a choice. It's me or your kid. Right. That, but right. I just don't think the positive, healthy solution is him coming here. Yeah, I don't get that feel either. I don't know that it's positive and healthy for anybody, including him. He needs somebody who's more detached and is going to maintain that um, detached manner of handling things rather than somebody right. he can manipulate kind of. So, and not, I mean, he's 20, whatever, you know, but um, I don't know if you, if you had been listening to the show before, but this is exactly what we're talking about is all the pressure. Almost everybody I know that's married has some kind of real pressure going on in the marriage and some kind of real trigger that's being pushed that's like, okay, how are you going to handle this, you know? (laughs) And the same with the families and everything else. The, you know, even if it's a single mom with kids, there's, there's all this pressure in the family dynamic going on where it's, you know, if, if, uh, if you have a kid who's been manipulating or acting up or doing whatever, it's, it's kind of that either things change or they break one or the other, you know. And so it's right. very interesting how it's just happening to everybody um, on a mass level all at once. So just know that there's also something energetically that's kind of pushing and moving along this energy of dealing with it. I would say if he's been in jail, then she probably hasn't been, or you all, whoever, hasn't been really dealing with his issues because it's kind of been put on a shelf for a little bit. And so the triggers that he pushes, you know, and the or the buttons that he pushes, that kind of thing, um, they're just, they've been sort of getting a rest or a break probably for a little while. Right. And now it's back in your face again. Yep. And so it, it really is kind of this frustrating time where you're just like, okay, but I don't even know what you want me to do, (laughs) you know? And so we're all kind of having to figure it out. And part of what I'm seeing in the, in the situation is that it all seems to stem from boundaries, respecting Mm -hmm. each other's boundaries, standing up for one's own boundaries, 
um, really, it's really a time of of boundary lessons, you know, and it sounds like you've got a huge boundary lesson going on in your family, you know, and maybe helping her see what what is the benefit from him coming back home. Isn't there a benefit for him to be on his own somewhere or in a program somewhere where he's not living with mommy to handle stuff, you know? If you've gotten him out, it's under any circumstances. And and I don't just mean because he's been trouble, he's been whatever, but the kids that I'm seeing today, they keep coming back home. And they're not learning how to get out on their own. Um, in a, At least the people that I talk to, because, you know, if they're out on their own and happy and fabulous, nobody comes to talk to me, right? <laughs> so, right, right, right. It's... Um, it it does feel like um, like you really are being put in a place of understanding boundaries for yourself and for her. You know, maybe help her understand the boundaries with him as well. It's a good time for a lesson. I'm feeling for uh, for both of you guys. You can get a whole lot out of this if you can approach it together rather than apart. You know, with compassion right. and you know. But right. yeah, otherwise. Um, yeah, you do yoga. <laughs> a lot of meditation. It's, uh, it is kind of a sucky yeah. situation, just waiting to happen. Definitely, you know. And it's how are you right. going to handle it? Exactly. So, it all seems to be about the boundaries, um, is what I'm picking up. And uh, and they just have to be firm. And I don't even know what that means. So that's not me giving advice. That's what I'm hearing. You know, right. when I tap in intuitively, because I have I have kids too, and different boundary setting issues. Granted, but but also the same kind of thing. Like, okay, I don't even know what boundaries I'm supposed to be setting. I don't I don't have a clue. You know, but we're all having to work hey. together. So it's like I want to help this kid so bad, except he right. doesn't want my help, and I, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think this is gonna help anyway. <laughs> Right, and I think that's why you need to – it's important for you specifically to find some people that know about programs and have some idea of what alternatives there are or how to handle it once it comes in to your house. Um, I do feel like there are people out there who can help you, um, and and so you may want to start looking now, you know, yeah. and uh, and – I will say it is definitely a time of making it through challenging times in one piece too, you know, because we do have all this um, energy that's opening up and supporting us in setting the boundaries and moving through. And, and, you know, the thing is that it's not just you setting boundaries. It's, it's all of you who are involved learning how to set boundaries and respect each other's boundaries, not just setting them, but helping him learn how to respect boundaries and that kind of thing, um, I I still feel like there's another answer besides your home, though. So, if that helps any. Right on. Well, <laughs> he was wanting to go to his father's. He's been looking for his father's acceptance and approval for years, but mm-hmm. he's in a, an outlaw biker gang, so I don't think that's going to be a good setting for him either. Wow. Yeah, probably yeah. not. But you know what, it's also not your, although I wouldn't assist him with that, it's not your path, it's his. Yeah. You know, and and so you have to really, um, 
that's where you have to get good at becoming sensitive to when do I step in and when don't I, you know, and um, I don't know. Mine's 26, and i got to say there are times I've stepped in that I wouldn't have because it wasn't right, right for me and I couldn't imagine my baby going through whatever. And, and now I look back and I go, you know, although in culture, in my head, in whatever, I did the right thing, I wonder, did I do the right thing? I mean, he's fine, he's wonderful, he's a good guy, whatever, but but still, you know, did I take away part of his past? You know, so right. you just got to go intuitively sometimes with it. And, we, we really have to fall on our face sometimes and live with yeah, the stars. Yeah, and you know what? That. What I find is the stronger we are, which a lot of these kids that have come through 30s and under, you know, um, there's such strong lights that to get through to them, they have to really smack it hard, you know, and they need much tougher lessons than, you know, people my age or, you know, even just a little bit younger. Um, and so, you know, I am learning. My my boys are 26 and 23 at this point, And I am learning that, you know, I need to not assume that what hurts me hurts them. I need to not assume that what I think is right and wrong is right and wrong for them, you know, and and let them do what they need to do, I guess. And he's 20. He's not 13. There's a big difference, you know. And, right. you know, Kale Gibran said they come through you, not to you. And sometimes we just have to have to allow them whatever it is they need. So, but, yeah, I don't, I feel like there's something outside of your house and, and, you know, sometimes that makes it harder on us because we go, but but I could help. <laughs> but you can't until they break wide open and they come back and they go, could you help me? Or maybe they never need help from you and they need it from somebody else. Just because you can help doesn't mean you're, you're the right one to help, you know, even as their yeah. parent or someone who loves them, you know. Exactly. So, just got to, it's good that you're holding space that there's, like that you're not saying there's no hope for him. That's good that you're not in that space where you kind of give up. So because no, you can I, love him and not want him in your house. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, I'm truly trying to keep an open heart, and I'm also trying to protect my heart. <laughs> right. That, exactly. You know? And you know what? That's the step a lot of people leave out, and that's a very important important part. And you know, your wife's heart too. You know, right. it's. It's not always good to bring them back because then you've got them in your cage. Now he's going to be considering your space a cage. Right. And how good is that going to be? You know, so. Yep. Um, right. Yeah, so intuitively, I would highly encourage you to find any other option. And with, but from a place of love, you know, just it's not, it's not your call what the option is, if it's good, bad, otherwise, just really any other option. It feels like, being in your house is probably one of the worst options there is, honestly, because he right. doesn't have to keep moving forward. He can slip totally backwards then. So. All right. Good? Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I, I, I hope it, it helped. Oh, you totally did, because I don't have anybody like-minded around me here to bounce this off of. So you. Uh, okay. Help. Well, and you know, um, I am a mom of a kid who has been in trouble. <laughs> and so I have a uniquely uh, 
harmonious perspective because <laughs> not, and I, not I quite totally the same situation, it. but really flipping similar. <laughs> well, so. And I was that kid in trouble myself, you know? <laughs> right. And listen to you now. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there is hope. So you just got to let them walk their path and and just hold space for light, you know, and hope that they're good. I don't, I don't know, you know, that they're okay. And so, all right. Well, well I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm very grateful. My pleasure. I hope you, you come back and join us again. So I will do. All right. All right. So you have a fabulous day and, and we'll hold a little extra light for you guys this week. And, and I blessing fully appreciate and it. Awesome. Yeah. We Love have a blessing bowl that we do. So, you know, anytime oh. people can email and let us know that they'd like to have a space in the blessing bowl and, we do it for about a week at a time with people. So All That's right. fantastic. Awesome. I will send you an email. Fabulous. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Love okay. and like to you and you have Thank you. I'm sorry. I I muted you before you were done, but we'll take the love and light. <laughs> so okay, we're gonna go ahead and um I'm just gonna shout out a couple of websites for you guys to check out. Um one you can find me at the moment, um, with sacredlightofsedona.com, um, typically mysticaltruth.com, but that one's having all kinds of issues right now, and it's it's being completely rebuilt, and I'm not getting all my messages from there. So um, for now, sacredlightofsedona.com will find me if you'd like phone sessions or um, if you're coming to Sedona and you'd like to to uh, have a reading or a private, private retreat, whatever. Um, and then also I wanted to... You know, remind you guys of HolisticNaturalsCO.com, our friend Spring Rain Peony, and her cookbook, Eat Conscious and Be Merry. It's for gluten-free, dairy-free living, and it's yummy and simple. So um, she's really taken that whole, you know, so many of us are trying to figure out this gluten-free thing, and it's not as easy. Of course, the government labels gluten-free stuff, um, or they label stuff gluten-free that isn't really. And so really understanding it is important. So this cookbook, Eat Conscious and Be Merry, allows you to really understand it better. It's beautiful. The recipes are amazing, and it's really simple for even even people like me. <laughs> so um, I encourage you guys to check it out. And her holistic line of supplements also I use. Um, I would be lost without the Moringa. And, um, and I use a lot of the other ones as well. And uh, the water relief for, you know, any kind of pains, aches, that kind of thing instead of aspirin. And um, so anyway, again, it's holisticnaturalsco.com. And uh, she has the the nutritional line as well as the cookbook on there. So go check her out. And uh, just the names of the supplements are a lot of fun to look at. So I'm going to go ahead and do our, um, our meditation because we've not done one in a while. So we do have like nine minutes left. So maybe we'll do a nice long one. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what we'll do first is we'll wrap up our show. How about that? So the topic with this everything in upheaval, everything um, really being pushed to the limits, that kind of thing, understand that you're not alone, that many, 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 many of us are going through the same thing. We're feeling the pressure of something. We're feeling that something has got to change, something's got to give. If you're not feeling it, that's okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It means that you probably don't have a lot of things that were left undone, issues that were left unresolved, that sort of thing. It seems to be really pushing the issues up to the top. 
so that they have to come out and be dealt with like a tube of toothpaste, you know? And so if you're not feeling it, just be patient with people who seem to be a little particularly nutty at the moment. Um, I know I'm one. And so for those of you who I've not gotten back with, believe me, it's in your best interest that we wait until I get my head together. <laughs> and so uh, it's um, it's a particularly challenging time right now. So um, I just ask that we have patience with one another and with ourselves and that as we're going through this, it's so important to stop. Take time to breathe. Just be with yourself in quietude, you know, stillness in the garden, as they say in the Bible somewhere. I don't know. I haven't read it, but I hear it's in there. And uh, just allowing yourself to really know your own vibration, know your own thoughts and feelings. I think what's happening is a lot of us are becoming so sensitive that we're feeling everybody else's everything as well. And so you have to spend a little time. Go for a long walk, you know. Go and and just sit in the woods or on the beach or in a park or something and allow your mind to quiet. Everything, all the chatter will be there when you're done. So you're not going to miss anything, you know. But um, it's important for us to find a way to take time to just be and and then understand that since we are all feeling this, it's because there is momentum towards change. So instead of fighting that wave back, hop on it and surf it. <laughs> Ride that wave to change and figure out what is it that needs to change in my life and what do I want to change it to. And then just use this momentum that seems to be moving around the globe and probably around the universe, who knows, and ride that wave to change, making things happen. Sometimes that means pushing harder. Sometimes it means pulling way back, whatever it may be. And and just use this force for good, right? So, okay. So as long as you're not driving, we're going to go ahead and, and do, a, uh, do a nice little meditation. We have about six minutes left. <clears throat> So I encourage you to get nice and comfy, whether you're laying down or sitting or whatever you might be doing, and just take a few, uh, like two or three nice deep breaths to just relax and become present with where you are and what's going on. And I encourage you to just listen quietly to my voice and listen quietly to your breath. And as you breathe in, Feel that new energy just moving through your your energy centers, moving through your chakra system, and just brightening every single one. And as you breathe out, allowing any dust, any concepts that don't belong there to just move out. And as we breathe in and out, we become very focused on the core of our being, where these energy centers reside, these beautiful vortexes spinning ever so happily with their beautiful rainbow of colors. And we know that this is our orchestra. This is the beautiful, beautiful combination of colors, vibrations, that begin to make us who we are on this earth. And as we breathe in and we bring our awareness to these these beautiful centers we see them begin to become more brilliant. We see the reds, the oranges, yellows, green, blue, purple, white, 
all of these beautiful colors just glowing ever so happily to be seen or felt or experienced. They get a little excited when we do this. <clears throat> They're so happy to, to get a little uh, acknowledgement. So we see these happy energy centers and we ask that anything that doesn't serve our highest and greatest good just be released on the exhales. And with each one, we see the chakras becoming a little happier. We feel the dancing of particles within our being. And we feel this this happy, joyful vibration moving down our legs, through our feet, down into Mother Earth, and up our torso, through our arms and fingers, up into our, our brain. And we see it come out the top of our crown chakra. We see the the beautiful cord flowing up to the light of creation and allowing this beautiful cord to become brighter and brighter, a beautiful golden, silver, maybe rainbow, flowing up to that light of creation. And we just allow ourselves to follow it all the way up, dancing among the particles, sliding and dancing up this umbilical cord to creation, remembering that connection that's there all of the time. And we feel ourselves become lighter and lighter as we dance up this beautiful energy. And all the way up through the different atmospheres and planes of consciousness, up and out into that beautiful, beautiful, brilliant light of creation. And we breathe in deeply with each breath we feel lighter and brighter. And we relax. And bring our awareness now to the group of angels that work with us. And we ask them to encourage and heal us and bring us light and love and joy and harmony. And we know that these angels work with us on our path at all times and they bring us calm, clarity, insight, and inspiration. And we bring this group in nice and close and we ask them to share any messages they may have with us for the day. And we bring those messages of love with us and we calmly bring our intention down that silver cord and back into our crown chakra ever so calmly And we feel the awareness become brilliant and joyful and inspired through these beautiful energy centers in our body all the way down to Mother Earth. And we begin to feel our physical being filling up with that creation energy again and our vibration renewed and rejuvenated. We take a nice deep breath and we relax. We say thank you for the day. Open our eyes.
And we're back. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And I thank you for joining me and coming on this journey with me. And I feel much better for my day, so thank you. (laughs) Helps set my energy as well. And uh, I hope that everybody has a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend, and we will see you back here Monday. And uh, definitely check out the archive shows over the weekend. And uh, again, find us at sacredlightofsedona.com, okay? All right, everybody have a great weekend. Bye.